This is the Lost Start of Communication, hosted by Molly and Trisha. Hello, and welcome back to the Lost Start of Communication podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the power of genuine appreciation. This is something that we all know is very important to express your appreciation. However, sometimes people just don't do it because sometimes it can feel uncomfortable to show your appreciation for something, to go out of your way, to acknowledge how much you did enjoy something or valued something, especially in our friendships. I feel like this is talked a lot about in the workplace setting and how to be a good leader, show appreciation, which we will touch on, but most of our examples are going to have to do with social settings and how it's really important to show your appreciation to the people that you care about as well. The impetus for this episode was a recent experience that happened to me just yesterday, actually. So I joined a kickball team because I met a girl who invited me to join and I needed friends. I wanted friends. I really liked her. And so I was like, why not? Even though if you go back and listen to our Where to Meet Friends as an Adult episode, I specifically say that I would never join a sports team because it's just not my thing. I take it back. No, it's not my thing. I am not good at kickball. I will never be a professional kickball player and I'm okay with that. But the social aspect was so great because I learned what it means to be on a team. And this was not like a huge thing. It was one hour once a week for like five weeks. It wasn't like that big of a deal, but the experience ended up being such a good one for me because of the people that I was on the team with. They would cheer for me with the smallest of victories because I was just not very good. So if I did even the littlest thing right, like almost get to first base, they would give me the loudest applause and be like, go Trisha!" And they were always so encouraging and gentle and patient with me knowing that I was very intimidated by the game itself. So anyway, we wrapped up the season the other night and afterwards I sent them all a note in our little Facebook message just saying how much I really valued the experience and thanking them for being so supportive and teaching me what it's like to be on a team. And as a result, I got messages back from people saying how much they enjoyed having me as well. One person in particular sent me a private message the next day saying, hey, I just want you to know you're one of the most genuine people I've ever met. And he gave some examples of things that I'd done that I didn't even realize that I had done. And it was, this is not a be like, yay, go me story. This is just to point out that had I not taken that step to send the message to say, hey, I really like you guys and you really taught me something valuable, I could have very easily not said that. But because I did, it prompted that guy and some other people on the team to reach out to me and say their thoughts as well. And it was just a feel good moment all around. The reason that's, it sounds so simple, but the reason it's so important is because even sending that message for me, for me, I debated sending it. Cause on the one hand, I'm like, Oh my gosh, they're going to think I'm so weird. This is so silly to be like, Oh my gosh, I love you guys. But I'm a sensitive person and I've embraced that about myself. So now I just do it. And I think there's a lot of value in doing that because once one person does it, then it prompts the other person to express themselves as well. Yeah. I mean, I, 
I loved that story when you told me yesterday. I was so excited for you. And like, I thought it was such a cute and great idea that you were um, sending that message to your group because I know how much you did value them and how much like um, you were scared to do it and then did it and then felt comfortable doing it. So I love the fact that when you sent that message, you were first of all, opening up yourself and showing your appreciation. Sometimes that is really hard and people don't do it. That's what we're going to talk about in this episode. But also when you were able to show your appreciation towards that team, they then had the space to show their appreciation back, which just creates this beautiful cycle. And it could have never been expressed, right? You guys could have been like, yeah, that was a fun team. Or you could have kept that all to yourself. Just have been like, yeah, they don't even know. But like, I learned so much and I loved the hanging out with them. But by sharing that with them and them sharing it back with you, it kind of validates and builds you guys up. So I thought that was a really great story and a perfect example of how appreciation can help build and connect people. Yeah, it really strengthens your bond. And I've learned just over time, I regret more when I don't express appreciation for something. And I look back years later, I'm like, wow, that was a really nice thing. I never really thanked them for it. I regret that a lot more than if it, than putting myself out there and saying, thank you. And it goes beyond saying thank you, obviously, but that's the first step. And when the it does feel scary because we're putting ourselves out there and well, they, they could have reacted like, wow, this is weird. This is just like a really low key cookball game, but they didn't. And so what I found time and again is that more often than not, people have positive reactions. And since it doesn't happen very often, when you do it, it really touches people and it feels good for you too. Yeah. I learned the power of appreciation a couple of years back Because I never verbalized appreciation. I never made it so upfront before. So when I was in grad school, I was a graduate clinician with a supervisor. We both worked in the hospital. And um, I was basically her intern. So I did a lot of things for her, like made copies of a lot of treatment materials. I co-treated with her some of her patients. I treated some of her patients. I did a lot of the note writing and a lot of the things that an intern typically does. So I didn't think much of it of like, you know, oh, this is my job. Like (laughs) I'm just Mm -hmm. being an intern and she has so many of these all the time, like whatever. And at the beginning of our, the internship, she started saying things like, when I would come back with my copies, she would say, oh, thank you so much. I appreciate you. And it just caught me so off guard because this lady was the most genuine lady I'd ever met. Like, I still remember her. Um, and it can so be so um, easy to not share that kind of thing with interns and people that are so coming in and out of your life and so um, routine. But the fact that she, like, stopped, looked at me and said, hey, I appreciate you. I had never felt that impact before. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I am an intern and someone who she sees all the time and whatever, but she appreciates me. So it helped me want to do more things for her. And it helped me want to help her more. And I just felt that cycle of appreciation. And then I started thinking of her as a better person. It was just this great cycle. And it helped me push through that internship because I did not like working in that hospital. (laughs) Um, And it just made me keep going stronger and just made me respect her so much more. So what I think, there's so many things you could say about expressing appreciation as a leader and how to motivate people and delegate tasks with appreciation, which we can definitely get into. But 
I want to point out the fact that you said in your description of her, she was just one of the most genuine people. And it's like, that was also the feedback I got for saying that thing. And so I'm just off the top of my head thinking, what is it about expressing your appreciation that makes other people view you as genuine? And maybe it's that lack of fear to say, hey, I value this. Sometimes it's seen, maybe people are afraid to express it because it makes them feel weak. Or like, if I admit that I really got value from this, then I'm going to look lesser. Whereas it's actually the people who say, who express those feelings and they say, hey, I really did enjoy this. Like I needed those copies. Thank you for being here for that. That makes the person feel more quote unquote genuine or real because they're acknowledging the value that they got from you. Whereas sometimes I feel like people think, oh, I have to do this all myself if I, and so we just don't express that. I just, when you said that, it just got me thinking on all these things. Yeah. And the fact that when you share appreciation for somebody in whatever way it is, and we're going to talk about all the different ways later, but when you share appreciation, it shows that you're being vulnerable because that's something that's not usually spoken or shared or whatever. So vulnerability, in my opinion, equates to being genuine. And it's so funny because it's a feel-good thing. So her expressing appreciation made her feel good, but it made you feel better, right? So because... And this goes with everything in communication. People ask, how do I be a good speaker? It's all about making the listener feel good. So because she made you feel good, you automatically saw her as a better person. So because she, that's what made her genuine. Imagine if she hadn't expressed that appreciation, you wouldn't, you would see her differently, not because she was a different person, but because of how she made you feel. Mm -hmm. And it's just so interesting how every interaction that we have is processed through our own lens. And so every relationship we have, we're going to rank people in our minds. We're going to judge them based on how they make us feel more than based on how they might actually be in an objective evaluation. Yeah. And then thinking on that too, like you can make guesses about what people feel all the time, but it's so Mm -hmm. nice to actually hear it back and get that validation of like, oh man, wait, she does appreciate me or he does appreciate me, right? And then you don't have to guess and then that kind of adds to that, oh wow, they're a good person, which is just this nice cycle. Yeah, and I think, as we mentioned, the biggest impediment to doing this and the reason why it's not done that often Mm -hmm. mostly is because people are so fixated on themselves. And so for me, for example, with the kickball example, I sent it because I just don't care anymore. I'm at a point in my life where I've, <laughs> I've written sappy little notes for so many people that it, you know, it just comes naturally to me now, but in the beginning, especially, and even sending that I, there was the moments of doubt, sorry, I second guess myself say, what will they think of me? Oh gosh, I'm going to do it anyway. But once we take the focus off ourselves and make it less like I need to say this and more like they need to hear this, not I'm going to feel silly if I do this. It's they need to know how much I appreciate them or they should know or I want them to know because it's going to make them feel good. Also, it makes me feel good in the process. Whoever's expressing it will feel better as a result. But if you take the focus off yourself and make it about the other person, then it's going to feel intrinsically better. Sometimes it's going to fail. So I do have an (laughs) example of one time. This is such a silly thing, but I went to Starbucks in Harlem a few years ago and I got a dirty chai, which is a chai latte with a shot of espresso. 
and it was so good. And I was just like, this is the best dirty chai I've ever had. And I don't know why. Maybe it was the caffeine. It was a sunny day. I was just in a really good mood. So I, I looked up the number for the Starbucks that I was at, and I called them, and I was like, hey, I just want to tell you that the dirty chai that I just ordered like five minutes ago was like the best thing ever. And the girl was like, okay, <laughs> bye. And it was like she did not react how I would have thought. But also, she was probably taken off guard. She may have really been touched by that. Even if she didn't care, though, even if she was like, wow, what a weirdo, I felt better. Like, I felt good. It feels nice to compliment people and to express that appreciation and to spread that cycle of energy and joy and say, you did something well and deserve to know that you did it well, because then that'll come back to us, too. And I think... I think that's specifically that situation is really cool because whenever do Starbucks baristas be like, hey, that was a killer latte you made. Like, <laughs> never. People are in a rush and it's Starbucks. <laughs> so maybe sometimes like a local chain, but never Starbucks. Like, that's really, I think that's really cool. I have a situation too that I wanted to share about not really fails, but just kind of differences in, in um, communication styles. So, me and my roommate, my roommate's one of my really good friends out here. Um, and it's so funny because she is one of the most supportive people in my life right now. And she's there to help me through a whole bunch of stuff. So we have lots of deep talks. And um, it's really funny because after all of our deep talks or after like even little things she does for me, I'm like, hey, Margo, I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she always looks at me like I'm crazy. She's always like, Molly, you don't just say that. Stop saying that. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and I asked her, hey, why do you get so um, put off guard when I say that. And she's like, because it's just being a good friend. Like I'm just doing it. I do it because I know that's what a good friend would do. I would always do it for you regardless of if you say I appreciate you or not. But then I come back with her and I say, okay, but also I need you to know how much I appreciate you and that I'm not taking this for granted and that this isn't just things that good friends do. Um, it is, but like, you need to know how much it impacts me and how much it helps me and that how much what you're doing isn't going unseen. And so, um, slowly but surely I've seen her, like we went to CVS the other night and I forget what happened. I like did something with her and I said, I did something and she's like, Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. And I was like, ah, I got you. You said you appreciated me. And it was really funny. Um, but it's just interesting because even though she's, she's like, not really receptive to hearing it all the time yet. I don't think she's used to hearing it. Um, I'm just like, nope, I'm going to keep doing it. And as cheesy and corny as it sounds, it makes me feel good. And I know it makes you feel good too. That is interesting because there is a line where sometimes, like I remember when I was an au pair in Italy and I was with the family and I would say thank you for every little thing. And the mom was like, you don't have to thank me for everything. Like I'm doing this for you. And so sometimes if it's overused, to the point where it feels like they're doing you a chore or something. I think that is a sticky situation. So you want to get to know how people best respond to that appreciation. Or for example, like we had a family member help us with something my parents did. And they were like, should we pay him? Would he be offended? He's like, absolutely not. I would be totally offended if you paid me. Like I'm family. That's what I do. So sometimes that's something to keep in mind. But if the thing here is if you're genuine with what you're appreciating. It can't just be 
a flippant, oh, good job, because you know that's what you're quote-unquote supposed to say or what you yeah. should do. When it's contrived, it's not going to have the same effect. That's when people are like, what are you thinking? Or like, what is the ulterior motive? And in the society and unfortunately the culture we live in, sometimes people do question that and they don't take it for what it's worth. But if you're genuine and you mean it, then it will should be well-received. There are times when appreciation becomes disgenuine. I know somebody who definitely uses appreciation to then ask for favors. And it's very clear Mm. that this happens. And then so it makes me want to do less nice things for them. (laughs) Mm. It's, um, it's a very interesting cycle. So again, making sure that it's, it is comes from a genuine place. So I think a way to make it actually appear more genuine is to genuinely feel that appreciation for that person and only say it then. If you know you should be saying it just because, it's going to come across that way. They're going to know you're saying it just because. But if you genuinely do it like Trisha did, um, sending it to her kickball team, right? No one was expecting that, so they knew it came from a genuine place. And then another thing is if you say you appreciate whatever right away and then right afterwards you're like, oh, thank you so much for doing that. By the way, could you do 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 for me? Um, it's definitely like a formulaic. Oh, you just did that to get this next thing, and it's very apparent. Yeah, and to what you were saying before of how do we make it appear more genuine? I think it's a practice. In the beginning, if you're not used to showing your appreciation or to complimenting people or noticing these things, it is going to take some getting used to it. In the beginning, it might feel strange to put yourself out there and say it, but this is where having a gratitude practice can come in handy. So if you think about the three things that happened that day that you were most grateful for and think of them like for real, not with any, any goal of showing it to someone, but really thinking about, okay, what's going well, thank your friends, say, what are the three things that I appreciate most about Molly today? And say that this is a great exercise for couples. What are three things that I love about you today or love that you did today? And that way you train your brain to see the things that you are actually grateful for. And so that way when you're expressing your appreciation, it does come from the heart. If you hate something and you're trying to express appreciation for it, it's going to be a lot harder to find the silver lining unless you do this regularly. And so then you're forced into saying thank you. Great job on this. Even when you don't mean it. And that's never a good spot to be in because people do see through it. And flattery is always a good thing, but it's so much better and makes everyone feel better when it's genuine. We also don't feel good. I think most people don't feel good as people when they're lying to flatter people to get their way. Yeah, exactly. Another point I wanted to make based on what we were saying before. So rewind a little about taking the stress off ourselves is my mom when I was younger she had a pretty bad health scare and spent some time in the hospital and afterwards she was so generous with her compliments to like strangers she's like oh I love that shirt that's a beautiful hairstyle you have just talking to people that we didn't even know and she would give those praises but really mean them it wasn't Like, oh, let me find what I can possibly comment about that woman's outfit. Because there was no end gain for her. She was literally at the supermarket, never going to see this woman again. It's not like she has something to win by flattering this woman, which I think is another way to keep it genuine, is stop looking for how you can advance yourself and look at how you can make the other person genuinely feel good. 
Anyway, so what my mom pointed out to me, or I think we were in a store and this woman complimented my mom's shirt and my mom said, did you have cancer? And the woman's like, yeah. And so then they started talking about how because of their near-death experiences, they realized how silly it is to not say those nice things because that's so interesting. I think it's something that we never think we're going to regret, but we will regret not showing that appreciation a lot more than we're going to regret showing it because almost never does it something bad happen from that authentic expression of gratitude and appreciation. And so if you can look at people who were close to death and said, Hey, this is something that I want to do to improve my life. Why not follow that advice? So something that occurred to me as I was thinking about all this is we're always told if you don't have something nice to say, don't say it. My thinking is if you have something nice to say, say it. There's nothing to lose by saying it. And sometimes we feel like whatever kind of way, we feel like we're sucking up to someone or whatever. But if we mean it and you have something actually nice to say, there's nothing to lose by saying it. It's going to make you feel better. It's going to make them feel better. Literally the worst example me and Trisha could think of is her Starbucks example. And <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, great. Someone said thanks in a weird way. The end. That's the worst thing we could think of that's happened to us in all of our appreciation practices. So, And we don't even know she may have like actually appreciated it. Yeah. So I think it's very telling and um, a testament to how much this has impacted our lives and how we see the value in this and how it's something it should be added to your daily practice too. And if you're listening to this thinking like, oh, but I hate people and no one ever does anything good for me. Everyone has a good side and a bad side. Okay. Everyone has qualities that are kind and that you'll enjoy. And everyone has negative qualities too. So if you think like if you really think there's nothing you can find to compliment about people or to show that you appreciate about people, you probably have some work to do on your perspective. And if you elicit the good in people, then you will be treated well. There are people, so using my mom again, we have a neighbor that most of the neighbors don't really care for and don't, it's not that they dislike this neighbor, but they're just like not really close to them. But my mom is because she's nice to them so they're so nice back to her and it happened to come in handy that he's a roofer and so when our roof got torn down in the hurricane ours was the first roof fixed because my mom is nice to him but that wasn't her goal she was nice to him because she's a really nice person but everyone else in the neighborhood doesn't like him because they see him as this bad guy because of whatever preconceived notions, they're eliciting that bad response. Whereas if you look for the positive qualities in people, you're going to find the positive qualities in people and they're going to like you and you're going to like them. And it'll just, again, perpetuates a positive cycle rather than a negative one. So if you're in the space of thinking, there's nothing I can find to show my appreciation, you have some, I again would suggest starting with a gratitude practice in general to shift that perspective. So in the work that I do, I work a lot with kids who are very detail-focused based on the way that their brain is wired. And so we talk a lot about brains and how they work. And so some research I came across is that our brains naturally are drawn towards the negatives of things Mm. because they're the details of things. So for example, if you wake up in the morning, you grab your cup of coffee, and then it spills on your shirt 
and you're in your car and you have no time to change and, you know, crappy thing happened, right? Mm-hmm. And then later in the day, you had a couple good things happen to you, right? Maybe a client said something nice or maybe you guys got some nice lunch or whatever. Your brain is going to remember that day as, oh, it was a crappy day. My coffee spilled on me. The negative becomes so much larger in your brain because our brains are drawn towards that usually. So that's why a gratitude practice is so important because it helps your brain come away from that negative and notice the positive things that also happened because our brains don't naturally do that. So it's so important and it kind of ties into this appreciation thing because our brains are so naturally drawn to like, what did that person do that was wrong or what's the negative part of that person? And they minimize the positive things that they do. So helping your brain rewire and readjust towards noticing the positive is going to also help your brain become more appreciative as well. Oh, so interesting. Yeah, and I can try and find the research and add it to the um, show notes. Yeah, that would be great. That's so fascinating, and I feel like we do that with people too. We can either see the good in people or we can see the bad. Of course, using some discernment, if someone is not treating you well, then yeah, watch out for that too. And another thing is know your context. So sometimes it might be appropriate to express this appreciation. Like with my kickball team, no harm done. It was only good things. But if you're... I don't know, soccer coach for the middle school girls soccer team and you happen to be a 45-year-old male and you send them all a message saying how much you love them, that could be perceived the wrong way. I'm just saying. So you want to be... Know your context. (laughs) (laughs) Or if you're an intern and you're expressing your gratitude for the company, there's a way to do that that will appear genuine and there's a way to do it that will appear like, wow, this person just wants a job here and that's why they're saying that and so that's when being specific in why you appreciate the company and not using generic terms like this was such a great experience but saying I learned how to be an effective leader from so-and-so at this firm I feel so connected with your philosophy of blah 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 but make it real and that's how we can use this to make everyone feel better I think that's a really good tip just to end it on too, is just like, be specific. Like, don't say, Hey, thanks for being you. Like, <laughs> thanks for grabbing that coffee for me. I know it was a really, um, it added a couple minutes to your commute, but that makes me feel so good. Thanks. Things yeah. Like that. Yeah. The other thing I know you mentioned earlier, so I don't know if you want to touch on it, but the other thing would be different ways to show appreciation. So we do want to do an entire episode on love languages at some point, but I remember I used to write little notes for people all the time, and that was how I showed appreciation. Sometimes people bring in cookies or things like that. Gifts, I use now mostly just words. Yep, I use a lot of words too, but there are the other four besides words of affirmation are gifts, quality time, physical touch, and the last one, acts of service. Yeah, that's for love languages specifically. But showing your appreciation can be done in so many ways. Like cooking a meal for someone can show appreciation. But sometimes I think, so it's interesting because actions speak louder than words. So going off with how do I make this appear real and not fake, one, be real, but two, make sure that your actions are going alongside your words. If you're telling someone you appreciate them, but then you constantly treat them badly, then that's not going to line up. And then that disalignment is going to cause them to not trust you. So make sure that you do show 
that as well as say it. Yeah, that's a huge point. I know if someone gets me coffee every single morning and I say, hey, thanks, I appreciate it. Thanks, I appreciate it. Like, And if you don't ever return the favor or do something nice back for them, they're going to (laughs) stop, I would assume. Or they're going to feel badly, even if they don't say it. And that's the thing is underappreciation can make a person so depressed, really. And so just one last little point is – it's the smallest things that help that people don't think about, but just like the tiniest little words that say that stick out in people's minds. Like one time I was at a tax appointment and this woman, I was all stressed and this woman came by and she's like, all will be well. And now whenever I'm stressed, I think of that woman and her saying all will be well. And that was just so helpful. And such a small little thing. The other day at my work, I had a really crappy month. So Mm -hmm. not the other day, the other month at work, I had a really crappy month and my coworker noticed, and I think her love language is gifts. So mm-hmm. I came into work and I got a package and I was like, this is so weird. I never order anything to work. And I opened it up and it was a mug that said, you're doing a freaking great job. And it was Aww. so cute. So um, just also sharing your thoughts to other people and like showing that you acknowledge their actions is huge. Yeah, so find what works for you and what works for the other person to show your appreciation. Yeah. All right, wrapping it up. (laughs) Take-home tips, actions. My take-home would be reach out to someone that's in your life and find one thing to say, hey, I really love the fact that you do this for me. Like, make it specific. So it could be something like I... If it's your wife, I appreciate that you make dinner for me every night. I know I don't say it often enough, but it really makes me feel special that you do that. Or if it's your friend, say, hey, I know that it takes a lot of time out of your Sunday to talk to me, but I really do appreciate that you spend an hour and a half talking to me every Sunday. Hey, Trisha, I appreciate you spending every Sunday talking to me for an hour and a half. (laughs) Of course, of course. But put yourself out there, be vulnerable, embrace that, and just see how people react. What's your take-home on? My take-home is to start a gratitude practice. I'm saying Mm. this mostly for me because I have been very wishy-washy with mine. Um, But I think mine, I was doing it in the morning, but I think we made a good point earlier. Do it at night so you can reflect on your day and really become more appreciative and grateful for the things that are happening. And I think that will naturally turn into showing appreciation towards others more. But I think that's a good first step for people. So taking time to write down three things that you find that you're grateful for during that day. And it can be the silliest things like I got off work 15 minutes early today or whatever. And then that's going to help, I think, flex your muscle for being grateful and showing appreciation. Yeah. So main point is don't be afraid to tell people that you care about them and that you enjoy the things you do. If you have something nice to say, say it. Oh, I like that tagline. All right, so if you have any questions, thoughts, concerns, things that you would love to tell us, please email us at lostartofcommunication at gmail.com. You can find us on all of the social medias. We have a Twitter, we have an Instagram, we have a Facebook. Most of them are found under Lost Art of Communication. Yes. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you, and that is true (laughs) from our hearts we genuinely appreciate everyone that listens to this so thank you very very much have a wonderful day thanks bye guys